This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Transmission commencing. This is Wookie Radio. Translated for the Wookie Affair. I like that Wookie. Your hosts, Ken, Derek, and Mike, bring you the latest news and commentary from the far reaches of the galaxy. Uh, hold it. Hold it. I said hold it. Subscribe today on iTunes and Stitcher. I just assumed it's a Wookiee. Start listening today, and remember... The Force will be with you, always. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam, including the Tascam Mini Studio. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. Welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is your dashing duo, Derek, who is the... Oh, I had it earlier today. <clears throat> I should have written it down when I had the chance. I didn't. I always do that, too, on Keepers. I'm like, I have something in my mind, and then by the time we get to recording, I'm like, oh, I forgot it. I should have written it down. Oh, that was a good one, too. Problem is, I shouldn't have thought about it at 3 o'clock or at 11.30 this morning. Mm. Uh, oh, well, I'll, I'll just go with this one. The the Mando to my Lorian. Okay, that was weak. That was, mm. the good, I, that was a good one. In the last episode of Keepers, I called Chris the Baby Yoda to my Mandalorian. I know. I, I, I heard that. I'm actually listening to that one on He's the way to work now. It. Uh, oh, yeah. Ah, here we go. I'll go with this one. Derek, who's my Stranger Things to my Ghostbusters Aftermath. <laughs> and, of course, I'm sure. Mike. <laughs> sure, that works, right? Considering the kid from Stranger Things is in the movie. Sure. <laughs> yeah, as, true, as, sir. as Egon's son or grandson, I'm assuming son or, or nephew. Mm, I think it might be grandson. I think he's. I guess he could be grandson at this the point. Age would be yeah. So yeah. So uh, we we are the dashing duo. Uh, we just recorded the other night with uh, Wookie Radio. We're like so, we're used to seeing each other twice a week. Yeah. The only people who see us more are people at work and our wives and family. Yeah. <laughs> Very much. So, are, are you for your Christmas review this year? Are you going to do Santa Claus Conquers the Martians? <laughs> no. Oh, what's we'll, we'll have to say that for next year. Oh, can, because this year, hmm? I was going to say, can you give a hint what this year is? <laughs> um, yeah, actually, I can. This year is going to be a very special episode in which we talk about uh, Star Wars: uh, Rise of Skywalker. And that's going to be your movie review as well. That's all we're going to have time to watch. So, yeah. So we'll do a special Christmas episode with Star Wars. But you might want to hold off on listening to it because it will probably be spoilery. Uh, I'm going to say Weeby Geeks, we're taking this is our last episode of the year. <sighs> this is and, our last episode of the decade. No, the decade ends in tw- with 2021. That's true, yeah. If you want to get technical. And everybody say, "Oh, that's the last one of the decade." And I'm like, hey, "Yeah, right, no, you're right. No. Yeah, that's not till next year." You, you technically, the day you were born is day one, not day zero. I don't know. For me, it was day negative one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we're 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 gonna be our next recording. We're gonna be back around the weekend. Our first show back will be around the weekend of the 11th of January. We live that long. No, we'll live that long. Yeah, because New Year's is on a, is on Wednesday in two weeks. Yeah. And f- for me at work, that's craziness. 
with everything around New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Uh, but, but typically we uh, take the two. I can imagine. Typically we take the two weeks off um, between Christmas and New Year's. So the week beginning January 5th is when all three shows will be recording again. Except for Wookiee Radio, uh, there will be a show next weekend because just like Keepers, it's going to be a spoiler heavy. We're not holding back. It's going to be. It's going to be. Yeah. It's going to be in the title, in all caps. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Skywalker has risen. It's the way I'm. I'm going to title that episode. Spoilers, and we're going to spoil the crap out of that film because there's no there's no holding back. Going, yeah, this is going to be spoiler free. Uh, not with it being the last of the saga, in which for me I have lived the entire saga in at the theaters if they've come out. But then again, I'm the old man on the on the show too, so. Mm. I was there for Star Wars to appear when it was Star Wars, not Star Wars A New Hope. As was I. So, um, so yeah, being almost 50 sucks. <laughs> and when you look back at it, like, holy crap. <laughs> I know. But no, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know how I feel. I'm excited that it's coming to an end because I think the saga needs to end, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I want I want to see new tales that are not right. epi- episodic films. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense too. Mm-hmm. And stuff like Rogue. What was that? I said some uh, movies like Rogue One or some or like yeah, Solo things like that. Yeah, I, I, Solo, yeah. I mean, I I want to see a trilogy. Uh, if they do anything, no more than a trilogy on a on a story arc. Yeah. Like I want to see a trilogy yeah. of Knights of the Old Republic. Or yeah. or Tales of the Jedi, like Ken mentioned, going back from the Dark Horse days with right. the uh with the old Republic era Jedi's. I want that. Yeah, exactly. Uh or I would love to see Finn, Ray, Poe, and crew in their own trilogy after the sagas. Yeah, with a whole Yeah. Yeah, I would too. Where where if you have and you know what? I think I want it without any of the original trilogy characters in it. Yeah. No C three PO, no that. Chewie. Right. No R two. No Leia. Right. Because you got BB eight now, so I don't even I don't even want to force Luke or f- Force Ghost Luke or Force Ghost anyone from the original trilogy. Done. I want them to have their own three movie adventure that is not a Skywalker saga. You know something? And I don't know if this would ever work for the for a movie. But one one thing, one of the many things I like about the Mandalorian is no Jedi's. Yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but, maybe. I, but then again, we're 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 talking. This is an event that takes place five. I mean, this is we're at a time that's five years after the Battle of Endor, right? So realistically, like, the only Jedi out there is Luke, and now right. the child. And I love, but I like that they're focusing on other things other than the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, which is what I liked about Rogue One as well. Right, yeah. And when they said, oh, there'll be no lightsabers in Rogue One, I'm like, then you see the one trailer with Vader and the lightsaber. I'm like, okay, now this is now pissing me off because you got a lightsaber. (laughs) But when you see Rogue One and the explanation is it's not a lightsaber battle, it's his weapon, it's his equivalent of a gun since that's all he uses. And he's trying to get the plans that whole sequence i'm like okay it's only a two minute sequence with him and a lightsaber it's not a lightsaber battle it's a lightsaber slaughter this is cool i can accept this you know yeah that i can accept and and that worked for me it really really did so i i mean for me i i'm thrilled about that that was awesome it's it's a nice change of pace yeah yeah it was a great change of pace um If we see a Jedi in Mandalorian, I want it in the flashback scene for because I'm kind of hoping it's a Jedi that that rescues the Mandalorian. Right. Since apparently that whole sequence seems to be taking place when uh, the Empire destroyed. Oh, wait, am I spoiling episode or chapter seven? Oops. Uh, You know, it's when the Empire. pretty much destroy Mandalorian or Mandalore after what we saw during the Clone Wars. So 
Mm. Um, or maybe at the tail end of the Clone Wars. And we were figuring out over on Mighty Marvel Geeks uh, this week as we recorded from a, from Phantom Menace all the way through to uh, where we are with Mandalorian. That time spans 42 years or 43 years. So, uh, so, um, so baby, like real, almost real time. Yeah, from when when Star Wars actually came out yeah. to now. Yeah, which is, a- which is wild that way. Um, so that makes the child or baby Yoda, however you want to call him, uh, already seven years old by the time we hit Phantom Menace. Right. So our speculation is, have you listened to the Dooku audiobook? No. Oh, you got to listen to the Dooku book. Um Ken may agree with me on this. Um, well, we'll have to ask when we talk about Sky, uh, Rise of Skywalker. But I thought in the book they mentioned Dooku represents himself as Sifo-Dyas with the Camino, And who was Dooku's master during his Padawan training? Yoda. Mm. Who would have the easiest access to genetic material of Yoda, Dooku? Could this been a non just to see what they could do with cloning? Maybe. He wanted to see what he they could do with cloning before changing his mind and going with uh, realizing he can't clone more Jedi, especially if they can't clone the the greatest Jedi of them all, quote unquote. So they went with normal uh, humanoid clones instead. Maybe. I mean, is, is, that, is that putting an interesting thought in your head? Something for you to think I'm about on- for next week? I know. I dropped a bomb on you. Maybe. <laughs> I dropped a bomb. So now I almost want to go back and listen to Dooku again. Actually, what I want now is I want the book. That's the uh, script of the of the audio book. That's what I want now. So I could go mm-hmm. back and go flip, 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 flip. Yep, that's what it said. <laughs> but I will say any of our listeners, whether you guys here on our citizens of Weeby Geeks or our fellow smugglers and scoundrels over on Wookie Radio get the audiobook for Dooku. It is, you could if you sign up for the trial and you get the one credit, it is so worth spending the one credit on that book. It really is. It's worth it. It's a great book. I, I've never been I mean, I, I've loved the other books that I've gotten off Audible. I, I really love this one because it's told through the eyes of it's Dooku's story told through the eyes of Saj's Ventress's eyes as she's reading his uh, hollow journals. Mm. Do you do you uh, know who does the uh, audio? Who reads it? Uh, I can tell you here in a second. It, it's a it's a full cast. It's like a radio. Oh, cool. It's like a radio radio drama, huh. which is the other thing I loved about it. Let me see. Yeah, I, I like that. That's cool. I've had, um, I, I've got some other. I mean, I love the the Star Wars radio dramas of the original um, trilogy, and I have some of the mm-hmm. others that are. I want to say some of the heir to the Empire stories. I have are radio dramas. I have a good chunk of the the uh, radio dramas, um, and I love them. I, or the dramatized audiobooks is what they're called, <laughs> and I love it. It's, it's a it's a great for me because I am in entertainment. This allows me to have uh, that whole um, like I'm listening to the old radio shows, which was a channel that I liked on Sirius XM when I had it. Was every now and then I would stop and listen to when they would do like the Phantom or Dragnet, the old radios, the old radio shows on there. I can't remember what the channel's called, but uh, they don't have a breakdown in the cast. Um, that's Wikipedia. It's got that. Uh, do this. Right. Uh, just yeah. what they say on Wikipedia. It's the narrators is uh Orlog Cassidy, January Lavoy, Ewan Morton, and Mark Thompson. So that's your voice cast in this whole thing. Nice, and it's. Like I said, it's so worth picking up. Uh, let's also add Mark Thompson, Peter Bradbury, Jonathan Davis, Neil Heggers, Sean Keenan, uh, Saskia Marvelid, Carol Monda, Robert Petkoff, 
and Rebecca Solar. Now, here's the other cool thing about this book, too. You come find out Dooku and Sifo Diaz were best friends, and that hmm. Sifo Diaz loses his mind after a connection with uh, some creature that they find in the vaults of the Jedi Temple Library of Sith artifacts. Hmm. Yeah, imagine all that, right? <laughs> Like I said, this is a really good book. It's definitely something to uh, to check out. So, um, so yeah, I'm trying to think where to go next. Uh, let's just go ahead and let's review the year. Uh, I want to say things that we liked. Well, the one thing we haven't seen yet because it because we're not going to see it until after this comes this episode comes out is there's well, another Star Wars film coming. It's it's actually been a really big year. It's been a big, yeah, you're right. It's been a big year. It's been a, excuse me, it's been a big year for, um, like, finales, I guess you could say. Uh, There was the Game of Thrones finale, which, you know, everybody has their opinions on that. We got Avengers Endgame, which was a big finale to Thanos' storyline. We have Star Wars coming out. Oh, out now uh that's a big finale yep. to the to the saga uh big finale with uh what was it jessica jones and uh who else came out this yeah. year with marvel on netflix ending pretty much ending all that over mm. on netflix with the announcement of disney plus i can't remember who else came out but uh it's been a big year. It really has. And with all of those things ending, then we got Disney Plus, which has yeah. is a big start. And, of course, The Mandalorian, another big start. Well, I almost hate to say it, but what I, I saw a story saying that pretty much with Frozen br- crossing the, the $1 billion mark, that that makes the sixth m- movie from Disney this year that broke a billion dollars. <laughs> When's the last time you heard of one studio having six films break a billion dollars in a year? That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Well, they know what they're doing, that's for sure. So, since we have not seen Rise of Skywalker, favorite movie of the year? I'd have to go with Endgame. Okay. Uh, Definitely Endgame. I almost want to go with Spider-Man Far From Home. Really? Over Endgame? Interesting. Over Endgame. Because don't get me wrong. I absolutely enjoyed Endgame because I I saw it twice in the theater. Uh, I saw it by myself so we could talk about um, Mighty Marvel Geeks. And then I took the family since we were comped tickets from 40X. And again, I want to thank the fine folks at 40X for hooking us up with that. Uh, it was a fun experience. Are you familiar with 40X? I am familiar with it, but I've never had any experience with it. For those who don't know, 40X is, it's, they're trying to immerse you in the movie. So the chairs, like with in-game, the space scenes, the chairs just loosely rock around like you're floating, mm. as if the ship's mm. floating type thing. So you, you kind of get the sense that you're on firm ground, but you're on firm ground on something that is in zero G. Um, right. When Thor cuts off Thanos's hand and head, you got sprayed with water as if it was the blood splatter, which was pretty wild. <laughs> that was pretty wild. Like, ooh, ooh this is cool. Um, anytime a ship landed, huge fans came in and, and blew. It's like, just as I was starting to get overheated, I got cooled down. It was great. Um, <laughs> the scene with the where you saw the ash dropping, they had bubbles simulating the ash. <laughs> like I said, it was pretty immersive. It was really, really cool. Um, so I, I definitely... Uh, I mean, I enjoyed my experience. And I say 40X, if there's a movie you really, really want to see and you're willing to see it a second time at IMAX type prices, because 40X is not cheap. Um, well, I, I wouldn't expect it to be with with all that. I would, I would, I would say go check out the movie in 40X. Go go, <laughs> go find I mean, if you have a 40X theater near you, go, go check out a, a movie in 40X. I would... <laughs> 
I would say I would almost pay to go see Rise of Skywalker in 4DX. But I'm hearing with as action-packed and fast-moving as the movie is, I don't think my body would handle it right now. (laughs) It might solve my wrist problem, but my neck and shoulder will be back out of whack again. Oh, that was the other thing, too, that was wild. When Captain when Thanos threw Captain America against the rock, you got punched in the back as if you were landing on the rock with Captain America. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a trip. It's a trip. Um, now, uh, I'm, I'm going to say this note, too, because I, I, we did not prepare show notes for tonight because we, we were supposed to have a guest. We're not going to say who it was because we'll get them on in the future. Uh, and it's OK. No big deal. Uh, this allows us to go off the cuff. You know, it's nice to go off the cuff and spontaneous every now and then. Um, We're getting wild and wacky. Woohoo! <laughs> you know, even if we have show notes, I kind of like the vibe we've got going tonight. Yeah. Um, you remember from Gets by Allison Daniel? Yep. She and her husband are expecting a little girl in April of 2020. Oh, so congratulations. From, so from the two of us at Weeby Geeks, we say congrats, Allison. I have to email her and go, you're going to have to listen to the episode to, to see what we said about you. <laughs> but yeah, they got a cool little video up. And, and she looks like so serious and dramatic at the beginning of the video. <laughs> As she's holding her belly with a little bow around it. And then she she's back to how we, we know her from the show. Very lighthearted afterwards. But uh, that's cool. Congrats. Congrats, Allison. Yeah, definitely. So, um, so we got our favorite movies, favorite Netflix show this year. And as we're talking, apparently, uh, reaction figures make, they live action figures. Oh, really? Female ghoul and male ghoul. I want one. I want a set. (laughs) And apparently they have, uh, it looks like Migos making them too. Huh. Or there, there's a larger dolls. I'm like, oh my god, I want, I want, I want. I love that movie. That was an awesome film. Anyway, mm. sorry. So, um, recently, I saw the show Living with Yourself, which is um, had Paul Rudd playing two versions of himself: his regular, his character, regular character, and his clone. That was pretty good. But I would have to say my favorite Netflix overall this year was uh, Russian Doll. Okay. That was a really good movie. Uh, uh, series, excuse me. I am split between uh, the movies that made us and Glow, this season of Glow. Oh, I forgot about Glow. Glow was good. I still haven't watched the movies that made us shit. I, I, I've, I've watched a couple episodes. Oh, man, maybe I'd go with Glow, too. I, I totally forgot about Glow. Yeah, this season was good. It's not it, it definitely was not the direction I thought it was going to go. Yeah. And it was yeah, great. Really and apparently they're, they're sticking to the original, to something similar to the original series. They're only doing uh, four seasons because the original show yeah. only ran four seasons. So Yeah, except I'm a little bummed about that, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's uh, all right. It, it's had a good run. Yeah, yeah, it has. Have you seen the documentary about the original Glow uh, performers? Yes, I did. That was that was cool too. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, uh, a little sad, but yeah, yeah. So, uh, you have Hulu. Mm-hmm. Favorite show on Hulu that you watched? Uh, this season of Castle Rock was pretty good. Season okay. two, um, they they did. Um, you know the character Kathy Bates' character from Misery. Yeah, yeah. Um, she was she was the main focus of the show. Um, it, back in her, it takes back in her younger days, and the actress that got to play her, Lizzie Kaplan, was just amazing. Okay. Uh, for me, even though I, I was watching a lot of using it like my DVR, my old DVR since I got rid of it, watching shows <laughs> that I, I did not get right away. Um, the I think the one show that was not something that I could catch on TV normally as exclusive to Hulu was the uh, the documentary about the amazing rant, uh, the amazing Jonathan, and realizing oh, what documentary about him. Yeah, because supposedly, oh, he was dying. Really? Yeah. 
You know who I'm talking about, hmm. right? The comedian slash magician. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen him in a long time. I hadn't either. <laughs> then I watched the show. Um, didn't realize. I mean, I still think he's funny. You know, I really do. I I, mm. I think he's hilarious. I love watching his, sh- his shows, but he's an idiot. <laughs> and, and I say that because we're we're a clean show. We try to stay family friendly. So I don't want uh, I don't want to use the words I want to use. <laughs> you know what? Sure, sure. Let, let me let me find my sensor beep. <laughs> <laughs> you and I still need to trade. Uh, Sound drops because I love <laughs> I love your one that that you have for trailers because I want I almost I almost want to take that and add and add our banjos underneath it that that would make a fun drop so where did my sensor beep go because I'm in one of those moods I want I want to say how I I truly feel where is it this is a problem being an audio guy with so many different uh so many pages on my soundboard all right the amazing jonathan outside in his offstage persona he is a (laughs) idiot that (laughs) enough said you caught all that sure okay got it got it get it got it good (laughs) so um i would say disney plus I mean, Mandalorian. Obviously. <laughs> okay, outside of Mandalorian, next favorite show. Uh, I'd have to go with the World of Coins for Jeff Goldblum. Okay. Um, I'm torn between the Imagineering story, which working for Disney that what? that really excites me, and I Marvel watch. and Marvel's Hero Project. I haven't watched any of that yet either. So I I like I like those two. Um the other one is uh another one except they're just they're so freaking slow with the episodes on on this show is the uh Pixar in real life. Oh yeah. The the second episode is uh, the first episode is uh, which I think we talked about is the Inside Out Emotion Console. Oh right, yeah. The second episode is from Finding Dory with the octopus having Dory in the cup trying to escape the aquarium in the stroller. <laughs> and that was that was a that was a fun episode to watch. I have not watched it yet, but I mean the Imagineering story. I'm really digging. Like I said, it's a toss-up between that and uh, Marvel Hero Project. I'm digging both. Of course, my top show on Disney Plus is uh, is Mandalorian. How can it not? Of course. How can it not? Indeed. Uh, Amazon Prime. Mm. I gotta go with the boys. Yes. Yes. That's what I was trying to think of. I knew there was something I was forgetting. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Uh, just out of curiosity, y'all were talking over on Keepers about the trailer. Which trailer were you t- were you discussing? There is a teaser trailer for season two. Okay. Because the only teaser trailer I've seen is with, uh, is it Homelander? Mm-hmm. Where he is a child and ends up killing, quote unquote, killing his teacher. Nope. That's not the one we saw. And come find out who he thinks it's his mom and he kills her by hugging her because he doesn't know his strength. Mm-hmm. And they come find out it's not the first time he's done it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. So yeah, it season was, yeah, I can't wait for season two. I really can't. Uh, I'm trying to think where else do we go? Regular cable then uh, favorite show on, uh, on TV that you've been, you've been enjoying. Hmm. Well, uh, Watchmen's really good. Yeah, that ended up being better than I I was expecting. Yeah, it was. Re- it's really good. And I'm really loving. I really love the fact that they did not go the way of the movie. Yeah, and that the timeline continues from the from the books. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was. I wasn't sure what they were going to do with it, but I I think they did a really good job with it. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. That that was uh that was wild. That was a fun ride. <laughs> yeah. That was a very fun ride. And I'm hoping they do season two. But nothing, yeah, I'm nothing's hoping so too. nothing's definite. Yeah. Nothing is definite. And I read the other day that uh 
Lindelof, who who is doing is running the show, he said he wasn't sure what he was gonna what he could do for another season. So hopefully he thinks of something. I don't see why he couldn't just pick up where he left off and let's let's discuss what happens to Doctor Manhattan. I want to know about that damn egg. <laughs> I want to know because it leaves. Well, okay, I know it's been a week since the show ended, so we're we're clean to spoilers, right? I guess. I want to know: Does Abar walk on water since she downed that egg? <laughs> huh? 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 Good question. Is that a good sure. enough question? It, don't know what to do for season two. Hello, look at the. Look. <laughs> if you didn't know what to do, why did you leave it in the cliffhanger? <laughs> I'm just telling you what I read. I read. Oh, I believe you, but I just want. <laughs> if he left it, he, he, if he doesn't know what to do, then I'm sorry. Why did you leave it in the cliffhanger? He could have just been saying that to make people, uh, you know. Want it more? Get get pissy with them. Bring it, bring it. <laughs> I mean, if you want to give the finale of season two a definite hard end, that's fine. I'd be happy with just two seasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, point blank, I'd be happy with just two seasons. I'd be okay with that. I I would have been happy with just the one season if you didn't leave it as a cliffhanger. <laughs> it's bad enough we got a cliffhanger for. The next to last episode of Mandalorian. Yeah, no kidding. So, did you see the the uh, the thing I post on Facebook? That's the the meme that said, uh, "How can I enjoy, enjoy my holiday if I know that when I know that people is in danger?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that was like, uh. And I I want to know how hard is uh, IG Eleven going to be kicking butt to redeem, just try and get redemption <laughs> over uh, over Quill's death. I know that's going to be oh that's going to be painful to watch. <clears throat> so uh, hmm, trailers since since we've had we haven't really been able to sit down and talk about trailers. We could talk trailers, can't we? Oh, of course. Um, let's do Black Widow first. What did you think? Um, even though it's been a while since we both overall, seen it, I know. Um, I, don't know, I found it kind of interesting. Yeah, to me, it seems like it takes place. I wasn't sure. Oh, go ahead. I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about the movie, but I don't know. It looks like it's going to go in an interesting direction. Yeah, it seems like this is taking place between Civil War and Infinity War. I believe that is what it is, yes. Which I am perfectly okay with. Yeah, yeah, that works. I, I am absolutely okay with that. I, 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 yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm caught in a loop. I don't know why. I don't know why you're okay. <laughs> um, I think I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, I'm now lost at where I was going. Uh, uh, trailers. Other trailers. Trailers. Um. Well, I like how we see her in the the white costume briefly. Yes. Yes. Which I don't know too much history behind the white costume, since everything I've ever seen her in's been the black. I've seen the white costume, but I don't really know a lot about it either. So I I don't know. What's it mean? But I I love um. I love the look of Taskmaster. Task, see, I said it just like you did. Taskmaster. He looks know, pretty I'm awesome. St- I'm still unsure about Taskmaster. Okay. I'm going to just say I'm curious to know why. Uh, well, I didn't get a good enough look at him, but he didn't really look like what I was hoping for. Actually, let me take a quick. Maybe... Well, I'm assuming the Legends figures are are based on oh, the you know. movie costumes and oh man pretty dead on me hold on if that if that's the movie costume it, it it's i'm just gonna say it's nice let me see here it's really nice that's not Uh, see, yeah, when I, I'm looking at a picture from the trailer, I'm not like it. You're not liking it. No. Uh, the, helmet, the helmet, it's not, it's not skull enough for me. 
Let me find. Like, I like the one in the Spider-Man game a lot better, which I know you didn't see, but... (laughs) Yeah, because some people don't have a PS4. (laughs) So check this out. This is from Marvel.com, talking about the uh, Marvel Legends for Black Widow. And these are supposed to be based on the, the movie costumes, which Red Guardian looks amazing. Yeah, see, now, in in the trailer, he doesn't have the hood on and stuff. Yeah. He looks a little better with the hood. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. See, if this is the movie costume, I'm sold. Yeah, it's it's not bad, but I still don't like the head. My my whole thing with the movie costumes is if they've done it in the comics, why can't you do it on screen? Yeah. Why do you why do you have to try and give it a futuristic type look? Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm saying but not saying. Uh, I I just don't understand. No, I mean, sometimes it works. It worked a little bit with Cap. Yeah, but not not completely. Yeah. Falcon, I don't see why you couldn't have done a red and white version of a taken mm. done a modern look of his original costume. I didn't mind the wings being the pack right. like they were. But why couldn't you yeah. why couldn't you give his look that look? Right. Look of his costume without the seventies disco esque like outfit. But take but take that original concept and make his flight suit look like the original Falcon flight suit. Mm. Why couldn't Hawkeye's outfit look a little be a modern version of the com of the comic book? Right. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? It's stuff like that. Right. Although I mean Thor sh- Thor wasn't bad. Yeah. I mean Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, Iron yeah. Man, you've got no choice. Right. Well, I mean Iron Man. Iron Man changing anyway, so. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. One of those, what do you do? Mm. Um, trying to see other trailer. Ghostbusters? Uh, I like, it was an interesting trailer. I just see more ghost of the Ghostbusters. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what was going on. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed the trailer. Don't get it, me wrong. There was some, right. There was some interesting stuff there. Um, also, it looked well. I could. I, uh, I'm wondering how much it. It was a very kind of dark and serious trailer too. Yeah, it, I was. I was. So I wonder how, how much of a comedian. Well, and because of the one kid uh, being from Stranger Things, it it lended itself more towards a Stranger Things type vibe. Um, I know you right. guys were talking over on Keepers about the whole paranormal thing. I yeah. almost feel like the movie's taking on the approach that Ghostbusters is what led to your different uh, ghost hunting teams like Taps and some of the other groups <laughs> yeah. that are out there. Maybe, and, yeah. and they're kind of pulling homage to them. Mm. So um, I, w- I want to say this. Thoughts on Rise of Skywalker that someone's put it up, put up way more nudity than expected. And I know you shared this because that's where I got it from. Yeah. <laughs> Smart idea to do it as a rap. Charlie Sheen <laughs> holds his own. And I think the whole tiger blood thing as well. Him screaming that while going into battle. <laughs> Uh, Adam Driver's love ballad felt awkward. Didn't like the, <laughs> didn't like the twenty two minute Olaf short and Smash Mouse All Star was bold, was a bold end credits choice. <laughs> so there, you want to kill us for for spoiling it? Take it for what it was and uh, kiss my grits. Yeah, you want you want to get mad at us for spoiling the movie that we haven't seen yet? There you go. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm digging this this meme. It's Adam Driver and Baby Yoda. Uh, Adam, I'll do Adam Driver. It'll be alternating back and forth. The Mandalorian is a is a side story. I'm Star Wars now. I'm a Sith Lord. I could wipe out a fleet of your Mandalorians. You're an emo with a glow stick. <laughs> Go to bed. I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that there is funny right there. And I should know because Larry the Cable Guy, he knows funny. Uh, uh, I'm assuming you don't like Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, not my kind of comedy. I just heard there's potentially a uh, Carrot Top special on on uh, 
on Netflix? I have no idea. I kind of want to see it. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to go, I guess, our next topic. Your geek out moment of the year. That's a tough one to narrow down. Uh, hmm. I mean, there was quite a few of them, obviously. Uh, uh, watching Endgame, the whole thing, I was just like, the whole time, I was just like, all kinds of different emotions. Yeah. There was uh, <clears throat> uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, the uh, the after credit scene with J. Jonah Jameson. That was great. And I love how that he, was. I yeah, love, that was. I love how he's been brought in like uh, like a Mark Dice or uh yeah you know that type of being a more of a uh, internet news persona with his own show and that right. daily, that the yeah. daily bugle is a internet show instead of a newspaper yeah i like that i thought that was cool yeah that was and just and i love that they they brought back jk uh simmons almost to jk Rowling to play him again so yeah that was awesome yeah um, so you say far from home and credit scenes, your, your favorite geek out moment of the year. Um, when, I, uh, boot Disney plus for the first time yeah. is a good one. Even, even with all of the issues of Disney plus that first couple of days. Luckily I did not have any issues because, you know, I did I didn't get to do it until later at night. Yeah. I had to work and everything. And everything was fixed. So, by then, yeah. But yeah, by that time everybody's issues were um and just watching the Mandalorian for the oh watching the Mandal- Mandalorian for the first time was good, but then seeing Baby Yoda for the first time. Yeah. I was like, Oh that was a moment. Yeah. For me, um, I know, you know, this almost I'm not saying this to rub it in, but it's, it's a luxury that I got being a a uh, cast member at Walt Disney World. But for me, my geek out moment mm. is when I almost lost my mind and just go listen to the episode of Wookiee Radio where we talk about it. And, and the tables were turned on me by everyone, which I knew was going to happen anyway, um, where I talk about Galaxy's Edge, my first trip. Yeah. And, then, and then getting to experience it a little bit with my daughter uh, before mm. she got completely overwhelmed um, with, with sensory overload. And, and, and our our plans ended up being cut a little short because of it. But she still got to build her droid, which was a cool experience there. Mm. Um, but, oh, my God, I cannot wait for them to lift the blackout on cast members for Galaxy's Edge. Because if I have nothing to do... <laughs> Here at the house, <laughs> I will literally load up my backpack with three, four bottles of water and <clears throat> take take my I'll have my headphones with me and I will just sit, relax, listen to music and just sit in Galaxy's Edge and people watch. <laughs> I used to do, I used to do something similar to that with uh, when Animal Kingdom first opened 20, almost 22 years ago uh, since <laughs> Since Animal Kingdom opened the same year, I was hired by Disney. So we shared the same anniversary years. Because um, Animal Kingdom opened in 98. I was hired in 98. Uh, I used to go sit and people watch and, or just sit and take a nap on the bench at Animal Kingdom. <laughs> I mean, to me, it was very peaceful. <clears throat> I find the same thing at Galaxy's Edge. I, I'm so mm. I'm so at peace, if that makes sense. Totally. I totally get that. I mean, being a... I'm not going to say I'm a Uber Uber fan, not like some of the some people we we see online with stuff. I don't put my house into I don't almost put my house into foreclosure so I could shell out <laughs> 15 grand at a Star Wars convention. Yeah. Not and not try and resell it to make my money back, but just so I could have the collection collectible stuff for my collection. No, I'm not that way. But I mean, we're we're big fans. Yeah. yeah. And for me to be able to find some place where I can Disney's already magical as it is when I go as a guest and not as a even though I'm an employee or a cast member, um, there are times I am able to separate myself from the two. Um 
which I know sounds odd. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm going to go spend a, a day at play at where I work. Well, kind of the joys of being working at a theme park. Um, but it's Galaxy's Edge. I mean, like I said, Disney's already magical as it is. Galaxy's Edge is, for me, is so much more because that transition from studios into Galaxy's Edge um, is, is amazing. You don't really get that. Yeah. You really don't get that at any other. I mean, to go from the hub into Liberty Square or into Tomorrowland or into Adventureland is not like that. Or Fantasyland. You don't you don't get that, oh, I'm leaving the rest of the park behind. I mean, you have a little transition spot mm. with a couple spots. But I mean it's it's not it's not it's not like you're going from the front gates underneath the transit train station onto Main Street. Right. And, and having your your curtain, your your you know the tunnel underneath the train station, uh, which is almost like your curtain when you're when you go to a stage show and the cur- or even to the movie theater when the curtains widen out type vibe. Because um, okay, I'm gonna age myself. I remember going to movie theaters where the curtain was drawn all the way across the screen until the previews were ready to start. And then the lights would go down and the curtains opened all the way up to the screen size. I remember that. And then you got your previews, then you got your film. You didn't have all this pre-show stuff beforehand. Mm. Um, so, um, so when you get that reveal type idea with um, with Disney, you know, from ticket gate to Main Street, your your reveal or your curtain is the train station. You kind of have that same thing going from studios into Galaxy's Edge. Um, you you have that main reveal where you're where you even though you're not being transported, you you get the sense of okay, I'm no longer on planet. I'm somewhere else, and I just don't know how I yeah. did it. Type thing. I like that. Yeah, and uh, I can't wait to share it with you and Ken when y'all come down. <laughs> Which I, I, I'm sorry, you you two need to plan doing that together, so we can make a we can make a weekend of it, <laughs> and just you know the the three families just go and have fun type thing. I, I think I think the first time you guys come down for it, I know we've talked about doing a. I, I think we'll do a, a Wookie Radio meetup, but I don't think trying to do a big whole event type thing needs to happen until after you guys have done it for your first time. Yeah, with me being y'all's host for that, you know, because mm. we because oh my lord, the only thing that upsets me is we did not get cast previews for Rise of the Resistance, the new ride. Yeah, that's the only have thing you, that's ticking me off. What was that? Have you even been on it yet? No, have I'm you even been on it? Not at all. No, I haven't been on the, the only ride I've been on is the Falcon. That sucks. They didn't do cast previews for the new ride, and we're blocked out. Mm. We're blacked out till the end of March. Ugh, so I ha- I have no clue when I'm going to be able to ride that ride. And that's frustrating me. And it, and it frustrates me, too, as a cast member of if I have guests going, so what, you're a Star Wars fan? Well, how's Rider Resistant? I don't know. I haven't been on it. Yeah. That doesn't help. That, that, that doesn't help their cause. So, but yeah, that's... Um, but for me, my geek out moment was uh, Galaxy's Edge. I, I I just don't know what you do. I I, understand. I totally understand that. I mean, it, it's a, it's a benefit of where I'm at, and uh, the sad part is I've only been there twice because I didn't mm-hmm. go. I I could have gone back any time, um, but I I chose to wait to go back when I could take my daughter. When we went right. back. They had my. They had the Sabak deck that I I was going to get during cash previews that they were sold out of during uh, cash previews. So I had my Sabak deck. We we still had the Han Solo card game from Hasbro, which is the, the best way I could describe that is. Um, I know you're old enough for it. Remember when there was you had your box sets of AD and D. Yep. And, and the red box was what D and D. Then it went uh, intermediate. Yeah, it was like mm, yeah. A, it was like a teal. I want to say it was a teal. Then it went blue. I don't remember exactly, but it could be right. Now I'm looking it up. Um, and then there was advanced. Okay, there was basic Dungeons and Dragons. See, I didn't start playing till like '83. Okay, because you had. 
uh, talk about one eighty three. You had it was a series of five box sets. You had basic, which was the red expert, which was blue companion rules, which was teal master rules, which was black and immortal rules, which was gold. Any of this making <laughs> sense or throwing back memories? Yeah. Oh yeah. I had basic expert and companion. I don't remember master or maybe I did have master. I don't remember immortal. I remember seeing it. I don't think I ever got it because that came out in 86. And by that point in time, I had already switched over to advanced Dungeons and Dragons, Mm. which is what everything is now is advanced Dungeons and Dragons. But I (laughs) but I played advanced Dungeons and Dragons second edition is what I was playing. Right. And then every, and then starting with the third edition is when uh the basic expert and all that went away. And we all merged into A D and D and they just dropped advanced out of the title. Mm. So the Han Solo card game, getting back to what I was talking trying to reference, now that's done. Um mm. the Han Solo card game is like playing Dungeons and Dragons basic edition. And then the version that I bought at um, Galaxy's Edge is like advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Right. I got you. Because the, the Han Solo card game has got one special card in it and then the uh, just the regular negative and positive cards and, one, and only one suit. Whereas what I have has four suits and a bunch of special special cards on mm-hmm. top of the regular positive negative cards plus a, a rule book that uh or an instruction pamphlet that's in mm-hmm. such small print that i need to put it in the scanner and blow it up so don't you that so yeah it's uh i can't wait to really start playing with that other deck and my hopes are they at some point they stop making this particular deck because of the the backing and release a new backing for the deck. Like what I have now is almost a maroonish brown. I would love to see a new deck in like maybe a green or a uh, wa- you know, like a uh, used washed blue, dark blue. Mm. I think that would be cool. Um, so yeah, I think that I think that would be fun. Because if so, I'll get that deck as well. <laughs> Uh, I'm at, I think I'm at that point. I wanna, I, I wanna um, start collecting Sabak decks if they release them in other styles. I'll, I'll start that collection. So, because I'm almost considering getting another uh, Han Solo card game deck just so I could have, you know, leave Zoe's as is, and then I have another one for. Oh, you want to learn how to play? Well, let's start with this one first, then we go to to the fun one. Let's see what we do. <laughs> so I, I, I'm debating about that because Ollie's only has them for like five bucks. Oh, so yeah, I could care less about the the uh, uh, what do they call them? Like bounty tokens, where you know, however many players are in, that's what you throw in the pot, and then the winner chooses the uh, what they want. And of course, you're going to go for the higher priced mm. item that's in the pot, mm. and then the loser takes the the other type thing and interesting that's how you decide who who's the overall winner is who's got the higher price what was the total price of all your your prizes well for me i say screw that you know if i'm going to teach people how to play let me start off with the beginner's deck i don't care about the the other that could be worked in later (laughs) just let me let me show off the uh you know let's just play type thing so that that's what I'm looking at doing. Have my two separate decks. I just gotta find a nice case or something to put it in to protect the cards. Because I don't, I don't want to just throw them in a in a uh, like a Ziploc bag and leave them in that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm sure you can find something nice. Oh yeah. Yeah. Put them in. Or, or find a new pouch or something. So, um, where else do we go from here? What other categories can we come up with? I don't know. Okay. Favorite comic book. <sighs> Hmm. I'll admit, I like the whole uh, Age of Line from Marvel, whether it was the Age of Republic, Age of Rebellion, Age of Resistance. I like that whole whole run of the one-shots. Those were cool stories. Not bad. Solo Imperial Cadet was awesome, too. Yeah. I think overall... Ooh, that's a tough one. Hmm. I think I like the uh, 
the stuff that Jonathan Hickman's doing with the X-Men. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. I will throw this out, out there. I liked uh, the the last few episodes of – or episodes, last few issues of, uh, of Bloodshot from Valiant. Oh, yeah? I haven't I'm, heard it. I'm not a, I'm not a big Bloodshot guy. Mm. Um, but I, I decided I wanted to jump in since the, the movie's coming out shortly because uh, I think Vin Diesel's doing it and like, yeah. okay, I'm really sold on this one. Uh, then I also, speaking of Valiant, I also got word too, I can find it again. Um, they have partnered with, you're going to love this. They have partnered with Blowfish Studios, making um, they will be making the first multi-platform Valiant video games since Acclaim's acquisition of the company in, in the 1990s. Oh, wow. So, uh, in addition to the upcoming games from Blowfish Studios, Valiant makes its first four-way into theaters this coming February with the much-anticipated release of Sony's Bloodshot, starring Vin Diesel. Which is why I've been getting it, uh, along with other projects, including an upcoming Harbinger feature with Paramount Studios and a Quantum and Woody TV series <laughs> to be executive produced by the Russo brothers. Yes, I love Quantum and Woody. I'm sure you remember me talking about that in the past. Oh yeah, that that's my that's my favorite titles at Valiant, Quantum and Woody. I am so excited to see that. Nothing for X. No, um, Jason David Frank is supposed to be playing, uh, oh, what show is he at? What movie is he doing? Jason, Jason. He is, uh, where's the future projects at on here? He, I thought he was tagged. He was tagged for someone. I need to look up Valiant site. Oh, if I could find the right website. Valiant Entertainment is their website. Comics. Uh, he's supposed to play Ninjak. He was supposed to be in the Ninjak ah. film. I would love to see an Exo Man of War film as well. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I would not mind seeing a Faith movie as well. I haven't really read any of her stuff. I've read a few things and I've liked what I've seen. <laughs> I, I really have liked what I've seen. Um, so I think that pretty much covers almost everything without saying music. <laughs> Which, have you noticed that iTunes has the music for each chapter of Mandalorian available as its own soundtrack? I heard, I read that, yeah. It's like nine bucks a soundtrack, nine bucks an episode mm. for the music. It's, I don't know, I'd say it's almost worth it. Yeah, yeah some really, good music on there. Yeah, I love the music from the show. I do too, yeah. I really, really do. So, um, I'm just trying to think. I I don't think I've got anything else. Me either. So I'm just going to leave it with this. Final thoughts. Um, final thoughts. Well, uh, I wish uh, everybody a uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year. Uh, and, uh, you know, be safe, have fun, and enjoy yourselves, everybody. I will duplicate those sentiments. Also, too, just a reminder, we're not back until uh, our show. We're not going to be recording until the week of the 5th, uh, later that later in that week. So the show's going to drop uh, like the 11th or, tw or either the 12th or 13th of January. So um, because we're, we're taking the holidays off. Just like you guys yep. are. Um, <laughs> but uh, Wookiee Radio, we will have a spoiler-filled review on uh, <clears throat> Rise of Skywalker. Yes, indeed. So, um, so like like Derek has said, um, happy, hol happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year, um, Happy Kwanzaa. There's a, there's one we're missing. Happy that as well. <laughs> Hashtag happy whatever's day. happy whatever's hashtag happy whatever's missing. <laughs> I think that's the show title. <laughs> happy whatever you celebrate. Happy whatever you celebrate. <laughs> um and uh yeah, so we have nothing more except to say Want to know more? <laughs>
Um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production. 